how y'all feeling, man? Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a while. How y'all been? <laughs> I'm feeling good. Trying to get to the holidays. I felt more victorious. <laughs> you, you, feel, you feel what? I felt more victorious. You felt more victorious. Yeah. Oh. Usually this time of the year we're celebrating and planning parades and things of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> usually Los Angeles is trying to steal some of our shine, but it's okay. You know, you, okay. you know. You can have it. I felt, honestly, it felt good. I'm like mad diabolical. I'm like my thinking when it came to like the Lakers winning and the Dodgers winning. I'm thinking like, yo, so we're in a rivalry with them. Fuck, fuck LA, beat LA, whatever. And they both win championships and they have it in a minute. Yeah. Right. And they can't even celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no fucking parades. No LeBron with his shirt off going down Madison Avenue. Yeah. No Mookie bets. Shout out to Mookie, but fuck the Dodgers. Um, no Mookie bets going. You know what I mean? No joint parades or some shit. Their fans had to let off fireworks the first night, and then they couldn't do shit. Yeah. They couldn't do shit. So it's kind of bitter. It's kind of bittersweet for me. You know what I mean? If there's one year that I wanted the Lakers or the Dodgers to win a championship, this is the year yeah. where the fans can't even enjoy it. Where to find the petty light. You got to. You have to, to find, find it. Because that's the only shit we got left. <laughs> but welcome back. Episode, I don't even know what episode it was because it's been so many weeks since we rec- since we last recorded. Um, we're just happy to be here, man. Straight up. I'm happy to be. I'm still happy to still be alive, still be kicking. Um, waiting on Turkey Day. Waiting on Turkey Day. I know. I, I feel like are are you like I feel like a lot of people just are skipping. Like they always skip holo- like Thanksgiving. They go straight yeah, to Christmas. Like after do. you know what I mean. And I feel like a lot of people are doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm with them, man. If y'all if you want to skip, if you just want to go straight into the holiday spirit, straight into the Christmas spirit. I support you 100% because whatever makes you happy, do whatever makes you happy. As long as it ain't hurt nobody, do whatever makes you happy. Like, and that's that's what I'm on. That's the, that's the energy I'm on. Um, really check it, whatever makes you happy? As long as it's not hurt nobody. What about, what about their feelings? Does that count? Fuck their feelings. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about when any, like, come on, man. So I go on social media on Tuesday to, to try to troll and therefore own the libs. I don't want to hear any tears. Yeah, yo. <laughs> listen. Oh, man. Yo, that this is the this is the American, this is, that's the society we live in now, man. Trolls are really out here running things. Yeah. You got a troll in the White House. We got trolls setting off all types of new conspiracy theories. It's like... This rollout of technology is getting real, real rough. Yeah. It's getting real, real rough, man. It I, is. It, it just started to hit me this past month or so about, oh, we are truly living in the technology era now. Yeah. Where it, it's, it's like when, this is how people must have felt when, when the, um, when the, when the era began, when they started building factories and, what was that era called? The Industrial Revolution. Yeah, the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. You know, the way of life is changing. Yeah, it is. The way of life as we knew it, as we knew it growing up, is changing. Yeah. With things that you used to do, you don't do it that way anymore. No. You know? Like, yeah, but one what thing do you we, think what do you think is gonna be the biggest thing that changed like that changed out of out of coming out of this? Well, not that we're out of it, mm-hmm. but yeah. like when like what are we gonna look back and say the biggest thing that changed? I think the biggest thing that's gonna change is social interaction. I think the long term effects of everything that's going on is either 
people are never going to party the way that they used to party. Or mm-hmm. when they do get to party again, it's going to be on a whole new level now. Gotcha. Because people are going to attack with a different type of vigor and no longer take going out on the weekend for granted. What do you think, Alec? I don't know what... I don't know what would be the biggest thing that would change. I don't think, from in my opinion, I don't think anything is going to change, actually. Mm-hmm. I think everything is going to stay the same. Because, I mean, we can even look right now, like how there's uh, like a lot of flare-ups in certain states mm-hmm. because people aren't wearing masks, because right. people are still partying, and people are still going out and not social distancing mm-hmm. and, and finding the dumbest excuse to, to not wear a mask, or they are wearing a mask, but... I've been seeing some people like cutting them and shit so they can speak. Yeah. Wearing the mask and <laughs> fucking dumb shit. Dumb shit. Halloween was just yesterday and we yeah. saw people like how many fucking Halloween parties there weren't. People are killing celebrities. Like I didn't see people, regular people I know at gatherings at this at, or just straight up parties. Yeah. At straight up parties. Yeah. So, yeah, like for your question, I don't think anything is going to change, honestly. Yeah. I, I don't. The only thing that I could possibly see is like, or I would like to see is maybe a more kind of like, re- like more mask wearing, mm-hmm. not for everyday usage, but just more like incentivizing wearing a mask when you're sick, especially yeah. at like schools and shit like that. Because yeah. now, or at least pre-corona, that was like never a thing. Yeah. Nobody ever wore a mask at work or at school or for whatever. So that would be cool to see if there was more like a more of a, of a push for something like that. Yeah. So I think that would be dope to see. But yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I, I'm, I'm with I'm 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 with you. I think I think that twofold. I think it's gonna be the biggest difference that I think we're gonna see because as a result of this is school to me. Yeah. I think from now on going forward, school and work. Yeah, I think, that's actually true. Yeah. yeah. The biggest thing is you are not gonna be able to convince parents or schools that. You know, that kid should be in physically in school five days a week. Yeah. You yeah. know, like going for, we've had a full calendar year, almost, not a calendar year, almost a full year of showing what's possible and what's not, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that going forward, kids, I think a lot of even public schools are going to be hybrid. And it's going to be you're in school three days and then you're out of school two days. And that's what's going to curb a lot of things that's going to curb funding that's going to need be needed for the schools which could be a good or bad thing because you know it's going to be a bad thing because the government doesn't know how to manage that the right way they'll, depending they'll, on the they'll, states they'll, they'll slash too much the, depending on the states because the states manage public schools already True. you know so it's like i feel like in a place like massachusetts i feel like they're going to benefit. Or feel better than a Mississippi. Than, exactly, than a Mississippi, Georgia, et cetera. Pick a southern state, honestly. Yeah. Um, That's which, not racist. <laughs> no, it's just accurate. Um, um, yeah, I feel like that's going to be... I feel like, you know how many people... You don't know how many people that had jobs, right? That Ben could have been working from home. Yeah. And they've asked their managers, like, their, their bosses, like, can I work from home a couple of days a week? And they're like, no, yeah. it's not possible. Or this, that, and the third. And then COVID hit. And they're like... Here's the program you download yep. on your computer. This is how you sign in. This is how you, you know what I mean? And then yeah. all these people are like, dog, I could have been working from home this entire time yeah. instead of wasting hours at this at this office, at this office building. For, the, for being in the office building, the commute you have to make. Right, exactly. My yeah. goodness, man. 100%. 100%. I think that, I, yeah, I think that that's going to be the biggest, the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be, yeah. So work expectations, school expectations, and things like that. Yeah, and I wonder where that, how the, 
then further how the money goes. And I know you're gonna you're you know more about that than I do. Like all these all these offices, all these office buildings, and all these companies that rent this rent these office spaces, and now they're like, well, ninety percent of my of my employees work from home now, yeah. or all of them do. Yeah. So I don't need to pick up the renew this lease on this building. You know, you know what I mean, and it's like how that and what the trickle down of that of these all these empty office buildings. Well, you all know, those, all those commercial property owners, their property value is just gonna start plummeting. Yeah, and then we'll see a big sell off. The thing about what how, do you think it being repurposed this, uh, as, or what do you think it'll become? Housing, housing, and so, and the ones that low don't income, become housing, low income housing, you know, moderate income housing, luxury housing, depending mm-hmm. on the what part of the city that you're in and stuff like that. If it doesn't turn into housing, I guess some buildings could be used by the city, or there'll be some industry that that utilizes some of them, like you know, storage facilities. They could be converted as. There might be some hospitals that might need need some additional office space and stuff like that. True. But your traditional mom and pop business that will come in and rent out your commercial space, they're done. Yeah. They're done. So, ten to fifteen percent of your business is done. Those type of renters. And now I feel like mad people are going to be looking. If you got any type of good, like money, or like you had an, uh, like imagine you're a lawyer and you had an office or some shit like that and you had a couple people like, like I feel like the other part of real estate is now literally like even talking with my girl about it, about like how her job and going forward with her job and her, the company she works for, it's like now having an office in your house is now back a thing again. You know what I mean? Like when we were younger, people had like the computer room or something like that. But over time, it got changed into something else. You know, a second living room. But people weren't really you because everyone was mobile with their laptops and stuff like that. You didn't have need a room with a dedicated place for the big back (laughs) computers. Now it's going back to that. Like now everyone's like, you know what I need? It would be dope if I had an office, you know? And now I feel like that's what people are. I don't know you, I mean, you're in real estate. Like if people are starting to ask for that now. People are asking for that. They're also asking for like everything they need. So they never have to leave their house anymore. Yeah. And like, even if there's two people living in there, they want three bathrooms. (laughs) You know, it's truly, it's either one or two things. Either people want very, very little. So they're minimalist. So they'll just take a condo and that's it. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to maximize their apartment. They're going to have a two-bedroom, but treat it like it's a three. A three-bedroom, treat it like it's a four or a five. Yeah. You know, they have an extra room for their office. They have a walk-in closet. You know, they got a second, if not a third bedroom, even though one or two people are living in there. Right. People are maximizing their space, so they're like, I don't have to leave home anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense, man. I'm Along with the fact that everyone's just, in particularly with Boston, just getting out of the city. Yeah. Know? You know, yeah. that, so that's that's two that's two markets so in, in Boston that's gonna plummet. Number one, the commercial real estate um, um, market, and then the condo market. Yeah, you know, condo market in particularly, you're seeing drop offs where you put this condo on the market last year, gonna get eight nine hundred thousand for it. Mm-hmm. You put it on there today, five maybe six. Yeah, I mean that's thirty percent drop in some places because yeah. everyone's getting out of the city, trying. To get into the suburbs, yeah, it's 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 so it's so crazy yeah. because for years, for years, everyone was moving into the city. Yeah. Every it was the reverse of what we grew up on. Everyone with money was abandoning the suburb suburbs and moving into the city. COVID hit, and now everyone is leaving, either gone or leaving. 
you know, and it's a ghost town, man. It's yeah, like 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 I don't like I don't want to. We'll get into the election thing, but I don't want to like give um, Trump some pub. Mm-hmm. But New York City isn't a ghost town, no. but relatively, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, Boston is a ghost town, relatively to what it should be, you know, and. Um, I know you don't want to speak people from New York or whatever or any place doesn't don't want to say that because that hurts business overall. But it's like facts is facts. Facts man. are facts. We're seeing it right now. I mean, we see it. Come on. We see it. How many how many places do we hear of those like obscure places that like are the re- their real estate is booming now? Yeah. yeah. The Martha's Vineyards, the Nant- the Nantuckets, or not even the, the real estate, everything around it. Because um, Martha's Vineyard ain't used to being open this late. Yeah. They used to, everybody had already come back yeah. by now. Yeah. The people I know that own houses in Martha's Vineyard are still there. Still yeah. there. They're like, why am I going back? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to get cold on Martha's Vineyard, blah, 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 blah. But we're inside. We good. We got money. You know? And they're like, what am I going to go back in the city for? Matter of fact, I'm about to sell that place. Exactly. And all those people in the Silicon Valley that, that moved to Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe was the place they used to vacation. Yep. Now they're like, nah, we there the whole time. All the people in, in, in New England, they went to two places. They went to Martha's Vineyard or they went to Maine. Yep. Um, because for y'all people that don't know, Maine is the <laughs> other. <laughs> Maine is their Atlanta. Um, you know what I mean? That's the place they don't talk. Yeah, they don't talk to white. They don't talk to black people about Maine. Yeah, Atlanta. What's, what's, the, what's the town in Maine? Ah, oh, it's not Bangor. Bangor, I feel like, is their is their capital. But there's a specific town in ba- in Maine. It's a beach town, and it's a coastal town, and that's where, um, um, that's where they go. Honestly, the Maine's arcs, huh? The Maine's arcs, the Maine's arcs. No, <laughs> for real. Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah. Outside, listen. Outside of me being just happy to be here, that's me fighting. All the fucking anxiety I have over Tuesday. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I've gotten to a point where now I'm past it because now, like I was talking to Jeremy earlier today, like now I'm kind of in like, uh, like in a, a, like a, a state. I'm in a, like a. He's in a state in between fight or flight. Yeah. I, 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 I bask in this state. Yeah, it's a state where you're just ready, able, and will and willing for whatever happens. Yeah, and there's a balance that your body's just in right now because I don't know if I'm gonna be fighting or I'm be celebrating, or I'm gonna be flighting and celebrating. Yeah, and the ultimate relaxation. Am I am I gonna fall to ultimate relaxation or am I gonna fall and go into utmost rage? Yeah. You know, because I'm just like I don't know if I'm if I'm ready <laughs> for this level of disappointment or this well, level of. Let's talk it through. Of, let's talk it through, right? Yeah. Let's say worst case scenario, Donald Trump wins. Well, this first, election. first things first. First yeah. thing first. Did y'all? Well, me and Alec, you Alec voted. Yeah. This was Alec's first time voting and first time eligible to vote. So I don't want y'all to get it twisted and think Alec was just sitting on his ass. Alec is 20 years old. And this fuck was them just, if they did this. <laughs> true, true, fuck y'all. But this is his first opportunity to vote. Yeah. Unlike my first opportunity to vote was in 2008 when I was 19 and I voted in Barack Obama. Alec has to vote in old ass Joe Biden. Uh, but nevertheless, how was your pawn. first how, <laughs> how was your first time voting? 
Um, it was good. Um, it was really for me. It was really easy. A real seamless process. Um, voter suppression is a myth. <laughs> it felt like it. It felt like it, but no, nah, it was fine. Like yeah, like there was no lines. There, there was, there was, no, was no lines. Granted, of course, we're in Massachusetts. We're we're, we're voting in our. We're voting in, in the town of Randolph. You know, yeah. um, so like, um, it's not that level of. Waiting, but I mean, go on. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, there, there was no lines. There wasn't a lot of people there. Um, it was pretty easy. I just went in there, gave them my first and last name, got my ballot, and it just felt like a multiple choice test, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it was pretty easy. Yeah. Um, there wasn't, now, it was, I thought there was going to be, for so, I never voted before, so I was expecting mm-hmm. to have like a hundred different candidates for all different local elections and the, pre- and the presidential election and shit like that, but that there wasn't a lot of people there, and um, it was pretty easy. Yeah, it was fine. So, and I felt it was my first time voting obviously and i felt like pretty like proud almost like a yeah. sense of accomplishment low-key like yeah so me I too felt, I felt pretty good to be honest so yeah me yeah. too like i felt like i i feel that 100 percent, and i'm glad that you felt that yeah. because it's like it's really on that like put your money where your mouth is shit yeah, like exactly. you feel like yo if at least you 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 have it on record where you stood yeah. at this moment in in the in your life and in this the, the history of this country you put on record where you stood with this shit and yeah. it's like it, it's even like me i hopefully felt, you still with trump yeah <laughs> <laughs> i felt that way like four more years four more years four um more. <laughs> i felt that way interestingly enough even not even in the barack um election it was actually voting in in my first primary yeah when I voted where I really was like, no, I am going to vote for Bernie Sanders. I want it known that I wanted Bernie Sanders to be the, 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 um, the candidate, you know, our nominee, our democratic nominee. Um, and that was that moment that I felt like dutiful. I felt like I like did what I needed to do, you know, in the Barack shit that I was young. I didn't really, I understood politics and I followed politics, but it was like, it was Obama or Cheney. Like, it was like, listen, I'm voting for Barack Obama. This is my first time, but I'm not going to be devastated if Barack lost. I wasn't in, I was too young. Like it didn't, it didn't affect me enough to the point where how devastated I was when Hillary lost eight years later, Mm -hmm. you know, by that time I'm 26 years old. Like I'm a grown, like I'm almost grown and, and, um, and I really knew the true implications of that shit. And I was really in the game the whole time. It's like, it's like when in 1996, when the Patriots lost the Super Bowl, I didn't fucking know. I'm like, I was rooting for the Packers because I like the color green. I didn't know New England meant Boston and was us. But by the time we were in the Super Bowl in 2001, that shit meant something to me because I followed them. I knew they were us. I knew they were, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's just different. I mean, um, I mean, this whole election is definitely different. Like, yeah, this is probably the first time that like for me, this is the first time I've ever seen such an emphasis on voting. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like, this is the first time I've ever been. That isn't corny. Yeah, exactly. And it's the first time that I've ever. Like, Rock the vote, vote or die. Yeah, like yeah. it's the first time I've ever even taken an interest in politics. Was yeah. because of how ev- everywhere people are telling you to vote and yeah. how your vote matters and to and and vote to, early. Yeah, yeah early. go to vote the polls early. and everything like that. So even well, me well, at the third right now, they're saying like more people have voted early in some states than the entire state in the entire voted. election yeah. last time. Yeah. I think already like in Texas, they I think they yeah, said like, already like nine million people. Yeah, have voted. and Texas already beat it. Yes. Or it was at like 90% yeah, of the yeah. total yeah. of the, and that's Texas, yo. Yeah. 
fucking Texas in and yeah, like not even Texas. That's all those California motherfuckers that moved to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Texas they, yo, there's some shit going down yeah. in Texas too right now. Yeah. yeah, with all those Californians moving in down there, man, they yeah. are none too pleased. Yeah, I'm like in um, I'll just start calling that bitch Cali Texas pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. Shit, thing. no. Cal how about is. how about we just yeah. call it all Mexico like it was before? <laughs> Easy, careful, careful. careful. My fault, my fault, my fault. Careful. Um, <laughs> how the fuck? How, yo, how you take the, the, that from Mexico and then hate and name all your t- your cities and states after in Mexican names? And I'm talking about all of it. I'm talking about California, Arizona, New Mexico, obviously in Texas. And name all your cities, your the, the name of your streets, Santa all that Anna. shit. Santa Fe, Santa Ana, fucking um, El Paso. Calabasas. Calabas- <laughs> fucking Whittispurs, San Antonio, all this shit. And then you hate Mexicans. <laughs> are you are you trying to reference someone's hypocrisy, Chucky? Come on, stop it. Um, stop it. <laughs> Next topic. Let's but go. but yeah, but um, but yeah, I'm like I'm I am. But you said you you asked a question. You said you said what would I do? Like what am I gonna like? What, what was you your question? Do what would you do if Trump what, won? If Trump wins. I don't know what I would do because at the end of the day, I know for the, I know the fact of the matter is my life is just going to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to go on and whatever, and it's going to and it's and it's going to continue this circus. I think that if Trump wins, the biggest difference for me is I feel like that would make me withdraw. It'll make me withdraw from politics yeah. as a whole. Like it'll really put like a. Uh, It'll really put a negative, like, I won't even find shit funny no more. You know what I mean? Like, this shit is not even funny. It hasn't been funny for a while. But even the funny shit, let's watch The Daily Show and we make fun of Mitch McConnell or let's make fun of so-and-so or let's make, or even Last Week Tonight or any little um, Young Turks, anything you watch politically, there's just so much at stake and so much, and we just saw with the with the whole with him naming that next, um, of confirming that next um, Supreme Court justice and Amy judging Amy judging Amy, and it's um, it's not a joke, he confirmed and it's not like funny, days. dude, yeah. dude, and yo, thirty days he confirmed the Supreme Court justice, yo, I don't know too Antifa. much. Antifa. <laughs> I don't know too much when it comes to that, but it's the last like Duh. I feel like confirming a Supreme Court justice the used week to take before like, the election, bro, used to take like six months, dude, like half dude. the year. Yeah. Yo, homie, when when Barack nominated, what's his name? God damn it, um, Garrett, not Garrett. Yeah, I think that was something. So the whatever it was is the the Supreme Court nominee. The, Months before the election. Months before the election. Eight months before the election. More than enough time to confirm them. They were like, the Senate, Republican um, controlled Senate, Mitch McConnell. Was it Mitch McConnell? Who said, we shouldn't be confirming a new Supreme Court justice in an election year. We have to let the people decide. This is is the whole thing about it. And then they confirmed that same senator campaigned to to confirm a new Supreme Court justice a week before the election. What's the difference? That's the thing. It's like, yo, these Republicans, they don't give a fuck. 
They don't give a fuck. And Democrats will cannibalize their own strongest strongest candidates because they said one wrong thing because Democrats and, and liberals are the, 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 the party of cancel culture. If you say the one wrong thing, they'll cancel you and want you to step down and all this other shit and all blah, blah, blah. A, a Republican senator will straight up contradict what he just said on paper. You'll show him the quotes and he won't give a shit. No one will ask anything from him. No one will ask for his seat. No one will ask it's him actually, to resign. That's actually quite gangster once you think about it. That's what I mean. We're the, we're the only ones playing by the rules. Yeah. We're the only ones playing by the rules. And we lose every time. I don't want to say that and then put that shit in the air. I take that back because on Tuesday, <laughs> what do you what do you think? Or what do you think is going to happen? Well, first and foremost, I think that um, Biden's going to win. But the way I'm mentally prepared for certain situations, if Biden loses, oh, well, life goes on. Because I think we're in, we're in such a bad space right now that, of course, things could get worse. Of course, they can get worse. Mm -hmm. yeah. But will they? We'll see. Yeah. You know, uh, a second Trump pres presidency, Lord knows what the fuck could be in store Yo. for that. But at the same time, it's like, I'm, I'm coming into this election on some, I'm not excited about either candidate. It's just... Which candidate annoys me and gives and fills me with less fear? You know, of course. And that's just a tough position to be in. I feel like a more interesting take on this whole thing would be like, because like you guys just said, even if Trump wins, life goes on. Mm -hmm. Like I think a lot of people don't really understand is that in presidential elections, who's elected really isn't going to affect your life unless you're in like a certain, like, I guess, financial category, whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like if Trump were to win, I feel like, like, with uh, the protests that happened this past year with, with the Black Lives Matter and things like that, as weird as, as weird as it may sound, I feel like if Trump were to win, the only, I guess, good thing that would come out of that would have to kind of force people to get involved in local politics, I think. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, when Continue people, to open their eyes more. Yeah, yeah because when yeah. people want, like, um, like, uh, police reform right. and they want to change education, all this extra shit or whatever, like, that really isn't going to come from the president. That's more, yeah, yeah. more, so, more so going to come from, Your like, state, local state politics. state and local government, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like if they're, like if Trump stays, you know, the big bad, if he stays in office, mm -hmm. I feel like it would it would literally force some people to say, okay, like, we have to make change. Mm -hmm. How do we do this? And yeah. that's when, like, you know, more people would get involved in local elections and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. I think that could still happen if Joe Biden does get elected, but, but I know what you mean. It's definitely going to be more of a sigh and relax. Yeah, if, yeah, if, exactly. If Joe Biden wins, and they'll still allow someone like the Attorney General in Kentucky to get reelected yeah, because exactly. they feel like the job is done. Because you're right. Because what happened? Because you know, you just said that, right? And two years after Barack Obama won, what happened? Democrats lost the House and the Senate. Why? Because everyone was sitting back yeah. and relaxing yeah. because Barack won. But they don't understand politics, and they didn't understand that without the House and the Senate, they're going to make everything Barack tries to do the hardest thing possible. And that's why Barack wasn't able to do a lot of the things that he was trying to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not trying to say Barack Obama was some godsend and he was the greatest president of all time but there was a lot of things that he was trying that two big like a couple big things that he got done 
took forever to get done because he couldn't get it done because he was fighting with the Senate in the, in the in the House of Representatives and there was a lot of things that got left left on the table because he was so busy fighting that battle for fucking eight years for six years out of his presidency, you know. And you're right. Like, I hope that we, if Biden wins, and I hope that he does win, that we quickly transition into the midterms. Yeah. Like, okay, now we got the presidency. Now let's focus again on the midterms. And we did two years ago. That's how, you know what I mean? We did. And we got a lot of people elected in a lot of different in a lot of different states. Um, shout out to the big three. Um or the is, big four. Which is another reason why I think Trump is gonna lose this election. Yeah. Because midterms start to show, okay, people yeah. pay attention, woke the fuck up, got organized, voted out people in in the Congress and in the Senate that they felt that were his allies, and now there's the opportunity to vote him out in particularly. Yeah. You know? And also, too, the way that Trump is playing it right now, he's playing it like someone who thinks they're going to lose. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's saying yeah. all the stuff he's saying about, you know, throwing out votes, um, early votes should be illegal, mailing in your votes should be illegal. But, you know, so so far, shout out to all those Supreme Court justices who I've agreed with every decision they've made so far with regards to the election and how long you could continue on counting votes because this is something else people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand this may be this may be a federal election. Yeah. So what a lot of people don't understand is that this may be a federal election, but it's all ran by the states, mm -hmm. you know, and certain states have certain rules. Yeah. So your state might say, OK, the rule is your you have to drop off your mail in your mail in ballot no later than the day of than the election. While some say, no, it just has to be postmarked by the day of the election. Mm -hmm. And those actually mean different things for different yes. people in different yeah. states. And that matters. So everything I've been reading so far about the, the current Supreme Court justices making rulings on a case-by-case -case basis, I see a lot of liberals on the left crying and moaning about it. It's not that serious. They, from my point of view, they're reading, they're reading what that your law says and actually following it. Yeah. If you don't like it, change it. Change it. Change it. Like justices before. tell you like, all the day. If time. you don't, yeah. If you don't like, if you don't like how it, how that went for the net. Work to change. We're doing the next four years. Work to change it so that goes up on the next election. Or but by the next election, that law is already changed. Um, speaking to what Alec was talking about about people understanding that how much power is in your state and local elections and and things like that in your state legislature legislature and um, you know it's like. When you when you Alex said that thing about early vote about voting and it's like he's like you he never really noticed about like how much these campaigns about voting voting voting. I'm 31 years old. I've voted in three presidential elections already. This is my fourth one, and I never knew all the rules to early voting before this. In my head, I'm like, you vote on election day, yeah. or or there's absentee ballots. If you're if you're not in the state that you vote in, you send in an absentee ballot. I didn't know about how every almost every state had protocol for early voting, and it's in this the same process. Same. Man. And the only difference is, is you put it in an envelope and you and you drop it in the box. Versus when on election day, you legit take your paper and you insert it into the machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember me getting to a huge discussion about that too, about like the election should be like a national holiday and everybody should just have like two or three days. Yeah. Off just yep. To vote. Yep. And then when I learned about wait a minute, this all this early voting going on? Yep. No. 
People have plenty of time and opportunity plenty to of do time. this if they actually want to go do it. Plenty of time. And it doesn't even have to interrupt your, your day-to-day life. No. It's fucking, it's like, for, and if, and if, and once I realized that early in the, like, in the late summer, when I really looked at, like, how most of the states have these protocols and how simple it is and all this other shit, my whole outlook on election changed. And how we do our election change. It's just like, it's so, but it's so government-like, right? How there's so many programs, government programs, fucking um, government protocol, all these things. But it's like, they do a great job of suppressing them. Yeah. In making sure people do have no idea that they exist. Yeah, by suppressing you mean suppressing the marketing about it. Yeah, the marketing about it. So it's like it's just a secret. It's exactly. from housing to, yeah. to education and all. There's all types of shit all you can you can apply you for. Can Mad yeah. money that's just sitting there, mm-hmm. and nobody is using it because they don't know it's there. Yeah. They don't really know about the government budget mm-hmm. and the budget for your city, your state, city, town, and what goes into what, and then how those things get cut because nobody's utilizing it. Well, nobody's utilizing because nobody knows. You know, and it's like, and and it goes in that same vein of the early of the early voting. I would have been early voting. Yeah. <laughs> what? Granted, it, it also wasn't in my mind because in my three elections that I, general elections, presidential elections, I voted in, and even primaries, I've never had to vote. I mean, I've never had to wait yeah. ever. Never. There was never a line. There was never. I went up there and somebody was in front of me. So or anything. So I never had a negative thought of trying to vote on 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 those days. But I also at the same time knew that so many other states had so many issues with with voting and waiting in long ass lines. And now I'm thinking I'm like so many red states, so many red states. Right. And um, and now I kind of I look at it with a different view. I'm like, dog, you can early vote for like three weeks of the election. Not to say that there should never be any lines, but I'm like, yo, there's mad time for every one person that votes on that early votes. That's one less person that has to show up on election day, you know, and that, and that, and that helps more, that helps unsuppress the vote. So voting early is just, you know, what, what about some of those voter suppression tactics? It's like, that's one of the things on the national media front. I'm just stunned that they never talk about, like they're talking a little bit about it now. Because so many people, just so many people in media, just hate Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and they're just throwing a lot of vitriol towards yeah. the Republican Party altogether. Now, now they're exposing everything, but yeah. before they weren't saying shit. But it's just like the Republican Party, not Republicans individuals, but the party, the politicians. Mm-hmm. They know their ideas are not popular with the masses, no. to the point that they suppress the fucking vote. Mm-hmm. So I really can't think of anything more anti-American than that. Yeah. Straight up yeah. anti-American. Yeah, and they're the ones riding around with flags on their truck. Yeah. They're the ones, and that's the yo, level of hypocrisy yo, in that party, man. Real talk, like, like we need to repurpose the as, flag, as, bro. As as individual voters, I don't know how how someone could walk around and be like, yo, yeah, I'm a Republican. I really fuck with this party. I can say that to a certain degree about the Democrats as well, but that's a whole that's a different type of argument. But the argument specifically against the Republican Party for me, is, yo. That's how you know your ideas are trash. Mm-hmm. Your ideas don't work. They don't work. They're not popular. So instead of changing them, you'll rather suppress people mm-hmm. to try to get your ideas out there. That's dangerous. It's sick. It's sick. That's, that's not. It's sick. That, that's bad. That's bad. Because at least 
when you look at the Dems or the liberal side of things, even if you hate them, you discuss it by them, the idea of suppressing the suppressing the vote, no. Uh-huh. They're not going to stop you from, as, as much you want to say about the count, the cancel culture nowadays, which which to me just like, yo, because people don't like bullies anymore. They call out bully. And any and and are people a little bit oversensitive to it? I would say yes, maybe. Yeah. But at the core issue, I fuck with the core issue. Yeah. We're not letting bullies eat no more. Yeah. You can't eat here. You can't eat here. You can't sit at this table no more. You're a you bully. Can't, yeah, you Get can't. Get the fuck out of here. You, we're not about to like. It's not about like. We can stand on the different side of things, but if you're just out here spewing lies, yeah. If you're so, just out here spewing lies, then we're not even discussing anymore. We're not talking anymore. So like that. So as far as that, that cancer culture goes, yeah, that cancer culture is trying to cancel certain individuals who are having a negative effect on the culture. Whereas what these Republicans are doing, they're really trying to cancel the culture. Period. Yeah. You know, voter suppression. That's that's really cancer culture right there. Your vote does not count. Your vote does not matter because we'll do everything in our power to either throw it out, which all three of the most, all three of the Trump appointed Supreme Court justices were a part of. Doing, doing Bush v. Gore, getting those Florida votes thrown out, you know? Nah. These people, their ideas are the Republican Party. They're not popular. Even within their own states, they're not they're not popular and or working. It's just that, again, it's, 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 it's brand recognition with these politicians. Well, he's been the senator for this long. He's been the congressman mm-hmm. for this long. Yeah. We're just used to the BS, basically, so we're just going to vote him in again. Yeah. And then when people think that they're waking up because, okay, well, this time we voted out one of our three three or four representatives that are screwing us over. We got rid of one of our two senators who's been there for, for three or four terms now. Yeah. And they think they made a real difference. No, you, you just, if you voted somebody else like them, you didn't change shit. No, you just, you know? yeah. Yeah. Just switching, just swap, swapping places. Yeah. But... With this new electorate that's a part of the process right now, meaning the Generation Z, the young folk out there who are voting for the first time, being edu- educated to the facts for the first time, that's going to bring the bring change in politics that we need. Because we have a bunch of young, young, young folks out there who, for lack of a better expression, just not fucking around. And they see through the, the the political jargon and all the BS that they hear, and they don't fall for the for the marketing traps. Yeah. They don't fall for the pandering either, you know. But we'll see on we'll see come Tuesday. Damn, damn. What the fuck do we know? Trump can still win. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the that's the um the sick part, you know. Like I I uh, I have trouble. <laughs> Not trouble. It fucked Jeremy because Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy could Jeremy talk. You you know the level of why the anxiety, the lack thereof of anxiety. Because Jeremy can't vote, nigga. You know what I mean? I'm a conscientious observer. Yeah, Jeremy can't vote. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like you know, like they, this thing ain't got I no can, skin in the game. I, no, can I'm vote. I can vote. I voted for my Haitian president several months ago. <laughs> I cast my vote absentee. Absentee over thirty years. You voted for Duvalier. Shit. But no, like, Papa Duck. Papa Duck. but no, it's like, but even in your, the strength of your vote and realizing like, dog, like if I don't just represent me, I represent my family, a good, good, most of my family yeah. that cannot vote. You know what I mean? So like, it's, it's important. It's important. 
It's fucking, it's like. What about the Trump voters in your family? You didn't represent them. Who the fuck is them? <laughs> in any scenario. In any fucking scenario. I hate this dude so much, man. <laughs> That's your president you're talking about, man. Yo, I... Dear leader. And it's been four years. And you see how Chappelle's show is hosting Saturday Night Live again? Yeah, yeah. Four years to the day. Like, this shit makes me so nervous, dog. Like... I was just thinking to myself the other day, too. I wonder if they were going to have him host again. Like they did last after the election. Not last year. Yeah, four years ago. Four years ago. And this four years has flown fucking by. Yeah. Flown by because every day he's been some shit. Yeah, I remember like before he was in a, even elected. I just remember I was in, I want to say it was my sophomore year in high school, mm-hmm. and I remember one of my teachers. His name was Mr. Higgins. who was cool as shit. Mm-hmm. I remember like we were we were talking in class because it was like a political class or whatever. And I remember people were like, yo, like, do you think like Trump's gonna win or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, and niggas was cheesing and laughing. Mm-hmm. And I remember him saying, like, nah, it's impossible. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, he's not yeah. gonna win this shit. Like, we're <laughs> stupid. Like, yeah. and it's just so crazy. Like, yeah. four years later, like, duh, like, we're deep in this shit. Yo. <laughs> and he was right. Yeah. Like, right in the sense of that's how everybody felt. Yeah. Like, Ain't no way this nigga, please. It was yeah, a joke, why? Nigga. The way that went head in the, and, and that's the jolt, nigga. That shit yeah. was like a car accident, bro. Yeah. 2016 was like you're you're in a car with your friends. You know when you were young, when you just got your car and it's a group of y'all and y'all are heading to the mall or heading to some shit and then boom, <laughs> that liberal train of Barack for eight years and now we're gonna elect the first woman president and then that train wah, was wah, like boy, no, that was a semi coming nigga, <laughs> <laughs> And fucking now you now they, they make you honorary prom king because y'all niggas queen and queen because all y'all niggas died in a fiery wreck, nigga. Like that was 2016. No, we was floating, floating, bro. And then you got punched in the fucking gut, and he stood over you, nigga, and like kissed your girlfriend and smacked your mother. <laughs> That was 2016, and like, and that shit, it, it, it we got PTSD, bro. Yeah. I got PTSD. Yeah. Like, we thought the country was heading in a certain direction, and then we got reminded, and it was a good reminder. It was a needed reminder because if that shit existed, we needed to know then. Yeah. But you, you know, know what, though, what, what the biggest wake up call I think for everyone was, and I go back to the day after the election. What was the number one topic? Everybody kept asking, what was the number one search topic on Google? What is the Electoral College? Oh, idiot. That's woke everybody up to early voting now. Because, yeah, don't forget, Hillary won the popular vote by 2%. The polls were not necessarily wrong. They just underestimated the amount of... When I look back at the polls back in 2016, the polls weren't necessarily wrong to me. It's where you were polling. It's, it's where you were polling, but... And, they the polls underestimated the lack of enthusiasm for Hillary like mm-hmm. there was for Barack. Mm-hmm. They thought it was the same. Mm-hmm. It looked the same, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And why was it not the same? In all honesty, because black people weren't really behind it. No, the way that they thought black people were behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah, they thought everybody was with her. No, and they weren't. No, so this they was... sat it out. Yep. Meanwhile, Trump, who for lack. For, like it or not, he ran a populist campaign. Mm-hmm. 
Just that the populace that he got excited with the type of populace we tend not to like. Yeah. You know, he ran the same type of campaign, but to a different type of audience that Bernie ran. Yeah. Bernie, who also back in 2016, won his primaries, but got screwed by the DNC. Mm-hmm. So again, like it's like you reap what you sow. Yeah, twenty sixteen yeah. Democrats. Because it's like because the question is when these polls come up, right? You ask me, it's like you turn and ask someone, who are you likely to vote for in twenty sixteen? You even if you go to the Trump, you go to the places, right? And they say Trump or or Hillary Clinton, you'll say Hillary Clinton. But they don't ask, are you gonna vote? Yeah. And that's the difference. That's how she lost those counties and those states and all that shit. It's like you ask them, like, who'd you vote for? I'll vote for Hillary. Well, are you going to vote? Yeah, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, she's going to win. Yeah. No. That was a vibe right there. Yeah. No. no maybe. Yeah, because but she's, she's going to win. win. I don't like, need come on. Everybody thought win. they could take a seat. Yeah. Everyone I don't need to vote. We thought that train was heading in that direction. She won the, dem- the DNC. She's the first legitimate female fucking nominee. That, yeah, the train has to be rolling, right? It has to be rolling. It wasn't. It absolutely wasn't. And I don't give a fuck about what people say about popular vote. I don't give a shit about the popular vote when we know that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. Not that it doesn't mean anything, but that's not what wins you the election. We knew that. We knew that with Gore. Yeah, I was a I kid when that, that shit happened, and I knew that. We all learned what the electoral... Did you, know, did you learn what the electoral college was in high school? Yeah. I, I did. Did you? We all did. It's just whether you fucking paid attention or not. How dare you, especially <laughs> Massachusetts, like, how dare you not know what the fuck that, that is? How fucking dare you? I'm not giving people no passes. That shit gets hot. No, that shit gets me hot, bro. That shit gets me hot. It's simple shit. It's simple fucking shit. Electoral college, delegates. Well, how many delegates do I have? Well, it's based off your population. That's how many delegates you have. And the delegates, all those electoral college votes, those go to the fucking, go into the general elections. The first to 270. Whoever gets 270 fucking delegates wins the election. That's how it is. It's that simple. I just explained it in 10 fucking seconds. But you still got people like, but we need to abolish the electoral college. No, that ain't the problem. That's not the problem. Yeah, of course, if you wanted to be just straight popular vote, that would be great. Sure, fine. And think about that. I like the electoral college because it keep, it forces everyone to stay honest. Because at yeah. the end of the day, let's kick, kick the ballistics again. One of the reasons Hillary lost because Hillary didn't go yeah. to places. She didn't campaign. Yeah. She didn't even take the fucking train nope. to Pennsylvania. Nope. You understand? Because yeah. you know, the real talk, there were certain states, they're like, Hillary didn't even go here. Yeah, I remember that. And she lost them mm-hmm. because of that shit. How the fuck she took it for granted? Did you lose states that Barack won? How? How? And to this day, that campaign and the people who ran it, and this is why I say, and the, the fact DNC, that they'll never take, they'll never take responsibility for that never. shit. Never. It's, it's either the Bernie Bros fucked us up. Patriarchy. The they hate women. Cause. They hate women. All this shit. Like no. No, okay. y'all ran a, a shitty campaign you against someone, shitty- whether you like it or not, ran a great one in terms of marketing. Because at the end of the day, when you're when you're Trump and you're on that podium at the beginning of the of the of the um of the RNC's debates and stuff like that, and you're on that podium with 13, 14, 15 people, and you're bringing in 25, 30 percent of the votes and the primaries, 
like marketing job complete. People, nigga, are, people, people are rooting for there's you. There's flags. There's hats. There's, there's an energy. I have, I have this energy. I I almost yo check ratio or press ratio on any nigga wearing a red hat <laughs> is is ten out of ten. Anytime you see somebody with a red hat now, press ratio is ten out of ten. You want to step to them real quick, like you want to, yo. What, what's this nigga wearing? I mean, dare I say, it, like the energy of the Trump campaign matched the energy of the of the Obama campaign. Yeah, it did. Two of the one hundred percent. In terms of the enthusiasm that that their base had for them. Yeah, motherfuckers ready to die for Trump the way the way they were ready, they were ready to die for Barack. Mm-hmm. Too bad to Barack couldn't win run for a third term. That's it. Um, like Trump's about to try to. After he steals his second election. Jeremy, what do you... He's going to try to. He's going to really gonna fail, but he's going to try to. On Tuesday, Tuesday night, what do you think... What On Tuesday night, what do you think Trump is going to pull? Tell me what he is going to try and pull on Tuesday night. I think by Tuesday night, by Tuesday night, I'm talking 5, 6 o'clock, word is going to start breaking. Yo, Trump's losing. This election's over. Because we already counted so many of the early ballots. We're starting to get in the exit polls now. And I think come Tuesday night, you're going to hear a lot of... I don't think you're going to hear anything from Trump Tuesday night. You think That's so? going to be the thing. Mm. I think there's going to be fires going all around, all types of words. So, yo, he's losing. It's over. It's over. And you're not going to hear anything from like Tuesday or Wednesday. You're not going to hear from him until about two days after the election. And it's going to be, well, hey, you know what? We're still weighing our options to see what's going on. Some of the states that haven't counted yet, da da da, da. He's going to drag out the conceding part for about a week or two. Mm. Straight up. Mm. Straight up. I th- I'm expecting the, I'm expecting Tuesday not to be a landslide for Biden. Mm. That's what I'm expecting. And it's going to be a landslide being announced early. Mm. Early, if not, if not noontime. People are like, yo, the states already started counting. They're only votes. So come Tuesday, there's going to be some states already like knowing, like, yo, so-and-so's ahead. And, he, and the he way that it's back. looking is going to be Biden who's ahead. Yeah. Because the way that they do it is early, those early votes are based off of your party. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's like, for every one Republican that ordered their early voting ballot or whatever, there were two Democrats. Mm-hmm. That's the ratio is coming out. Of and then on top of that, for every one Republican who returned their ballot... Three Democrats return yeah. years, yeah. you know. So in terms of the early vote, if you have a lot of Democrats voting early, so I think Joe Biden's gonna gonna be getting waking up to an early lead, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a big a big early lead Tuesday, and then the whole day just gonna be like, oh yeah, he's he's, he's winning, he's smacking them, yeah, because the enthusiasm for the Trump side, although it's there, it's lacking in the numbers. Mm-hmm. He lost a lot of people that he had the first go around. There were a lot of people who voted for him. They were like, ah, fuck it. Let's just give it a try. See what happens. Mm-hmm. And now they're fucking mortified by that decision. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I yeah. All Trump has left right now is his base. Yeah. We know who all we all know who his base are. Tom After Brady. that, he, there's nothing Tom else. <laughs> there's nothing else on top of that base. Really, there's no there's no real from my point of view, no real contingency of people I could be like, okay, yeah. You're a rational human being and you voted for Trump. No. No. You know? No. 
Like, if you're voting for Trump right now, what about Bear Favre, man? Certain... He's rational. Goodness. If you're voting, Jay Cutler, if you're voting for Trump, and Jack right now, Nicholas. There's a certain level of irrationality that you have. I'm not saying you're crazy or you're a bad person, but there's a certain level of you that's just like, you know what? When faced with certain facts, you can still be like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to go this route anyways. Yeah. I mean, kudos to you. It takes a certain level of balls to be that way, but you're cruising for a bruising with this, with this dude, Trump. Yeah. Because he's just such a scam artist. Yeah. Through and through, the man in and of itself is a scam artist yeah. of the highest, highest, highest order. Yeah, and and I just feel like there's so, like when they say every you know, every day there's another, another sucker is born, and he's showing that in this election. Yeah. Because not everybody who votes who who votes for Trump is a sucker, but all the suckers are voting for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. It's um, like not everybody who votes for him is a racist, but all the racist, that's their guy. Yeah. Or, or racism or racism ain't a deal breaker. Yeah. Um Straight up. Which is nuts. <laughs> um, yeah. um what do you think is gonna happen? Do, do you think like how do you Alec, what do you think is going to he might react or how do you think he's gonna react on Tuesday? Um, Tuesday Tuesday night. I'm not really sure. I guess I'm not sure what how much worse he could react that he already hasn't shown us already mm-hmm. with like the flurry of tweets and misinformation and and all this type of shit. Like, I'm not sure how he. I think. I don't know. I guess what Jeremy said would be like the more logical thing, just mm-hmm. like trying to draw out the process as mm-hmm. long as possible and try to discredit so many different things that he can. But I really, I really don't know. Yeah, I really have yeah. no clue. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with Jeremy. I think that, I think that. The only thing that difference is I think that I think he's not going to go silent or go low. I think he's going to be loud. Yeah. And I think it's going to be all day. I think that early morning he is going to already start lighting <laughs> fires in a sense of spreading lies. Oh, anything that could soften the blow to try and show that he's being cheated somehow. Um, we're hearing in in whatever state that they're that they're stopping Trump voters and so and so. We need to send some some backup out there. We need to send troops because they're halting the vote in in Kennesaw, Wisconsin, or they're fucking any. He's gonna start lighting mad fires around the country to make Tuesday a fucking hellscape. That is what I'm expecting. Um. Because he had nothing to lose in 2016. If I lose, I can still be like, in 2016, like, nigga, yo, I just wiped out all you fucking Republicans. All of y'all. Yeah, I lost to Hillary. So what? She was a woman. Everybody wanted to be a woman to win. I was this close to having this shit. Now this one can actually, now he has something to lose. He's the president. So he's gonna he's playing with house money. If he loses, you know, he's gonna he is going to he's already did it when he said that when he's trying to line up the the Supreme Court, he's trying to make sure that no no fucking no votes are counted after after midnight. He's trying to make sure that or or he's trying to he is going to, I think he's going to cause chaos all day. And to try and create this narrative 
like I said, that he's being cheated. He was treated unfairly. Um, votes should be should be things, um, should be um, not counted. Um, I'm not conceding to nothing. He's not gonna concede until inauguration day. Yeah. I I swear to that's God. What I, that's what I feel too. I like, swear to God. If he loses, it's gonna be. I think you're dealing with the man, uh, the a narcissist of the highest regard. The highest, but the highest, and usually at the top of regard that I, that would actually scare me, right? But think about it is his Trump's type of violence. And say what you want to say about him, right? He didn't start any new wars. Yeah, when he could have. When he could have. You know, so that tells you he's the type of dude, his type of violence isn't, it is name calling. It's it word is, of words. It's, it's, it's a, a war of words. words yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think come Tuesday, when he says that he's losing, he's going to be at a loss of words for the first time. Because Twitter works both ways. You know, you put you tweet some shit out there, people could tweet shit right back at you. Mm-hmm. They can say all types of what, and I think he's just gonna be stunned and just and just want to go find a hole somewhere. Yeah, and just Cause, fucking hide. Because the number one rule of Twitter, you know, I think I feel like it was Jesus that said this. It's like Twitter has a star every day. Yeah, and your job is to not be that star. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's to not be the thing everybody's talking about. And um, <laughs> and and that's very true. And um. But also, it's like one of those things with Trump, I feel like he likes that shit. I feel like Trump knows the ultimate thing about Trump, I think, as a marketing person. Um, and I would, I'm would, i not giving him any chops of being a businessman or anything like that. But one thing I think that Trump does know is marketing. Oh, dang. He knows marketing. And media From, from media. Oh, he knows how media works. He knows marketing, the, the hats, the flags, the this, the that. He knows that. Even no matter, even if they're saying bad shit about me, it's good. No, what's that? What's the what's the thing? What's the saying? No, no, um, no bad, pr- no, no press is bad. Like bad. Pr- I don't know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Something press. It's like, like no, it's, like no. There's no such thing as bad. Publicity. Yeah, there's no yeah. such thing as bad press. All, all publicity is good publicity. It's good. Yeah, all good publicity yeah. is good publicity. I think he knows that and understands mm-hmm. that, and that yeah. is true. Yeah, it is true. Um, if people are talking about you, it's like it's like that Kanye Kanye has a line for everything, mm-hmm. any narcissistic thing. Kanye got a line for it. it's yeah. like he's like <laughs> everybody got to say he's gonna say something. I'll be so I'll be I'll be worried if they ain't said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's when it's worried. When you do some shit and nobody says nothing, that's when you should be worried. Yeah. You know. And shout out to Yeezy, Yeezy twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's who we should be worried. Yeezy twenty twenty four. If y'all got this shit early together, he would have had my vote. <laughs> Stop. Easy 2024. Stop that real quick. Yeah. Easy 2024, yo. Straight up. <laughs> we got you second go around, Kanye. We got you. We got you. Yo, listen. If Trump wins again, nigga, then I'm definitely voting for Kanye in 2024. Because <laughs> I'm definitely lighting a whole fire to this shit. <laughs> so I can blast him. Yeah, so I can, yeah, I'll be really done with this shit. But yeah, that's... <laughs> Check is gonna be in the streets, nigga. Butt naked, suited and booted, nigga. And I told y'all, yo, if Trump wins again, I'm done. I'm MAGA, straight up, straight up. I'm done. I'm not waiting another four years to wear that fashionable hat. Yeah, I'm done losing. Chubb, Chubb wins. I'm rocking the hat, B. I'm yeah. telling y'all. I'm yeah, telling y'all. Rap. I waited four long years to rap that hat, to rock that hat. I grew dreadlocks <laughs> to stop me from wearing that hat, baby. 
What is that? One more question about this, and we'll Straight get off up. this. One more question. How bad? Because there's, there's the city, towns, cities, and all that. They're, they're preparing for this election. And they're, like, boarding up businesses, all this type of shit. How bad do you think it's going to be? In which way do you think it's going to be worse? If Biden wins or if Trump wins? It's going to be worse if Trump wins. It's gonna be worse if Trump wins, because mm. I think all yeah. all those MAGA dudes on on the Trump side talk about if he loses with Wildin, they're pussy. They're pussy. They yeah. they they're about pussy. that action. They about that action. You don't yeah. you don't no. talk about that shit. No. That level of shit when you're actually about that life, mm-hmm. right? Whereas the libertards out here, <laughs> they got it in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They Yo, got it in them. Antifa is they, way they, more they, about they, it than the I MAGA mean, niggas. Don't forget, yeah. like. Don't forget those protests. Yeah. Those protests that went down within days after Trump got elected the first time. Oh, yeah. When the women were marching. Yeah, the and pink hat. Shit up. The pink hat clan. Now that's privilege right there. They go wait till nighttime to riot. No, we're riding at daytime. 830 in the fucking morning after our fucking lattes, bitches. <laughs> right before so right after Soul Cycle. Straight and right up. before they gotta pick up their kids. <laughs> For real, dropping their signs right on the floor loop, Newberry Street. I give it a fuck. I give a fuck. Pick it up. I give a fuck. You know who my husband is? Nah, straight up. <laughs> if if Trump loses, we're gonna see a lot of moaning and groaning and a couple of people wilding out, stuff like that. If I mean if if uh if if Trump loses, if he wins, the people on the left, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna lose it, man. Yo. They are not going to cope. Dog. They are not going to cope. Well, I think which is all the more reason, down, yeah, bro. Which is all the more reason I think he's gonna lose because yeah. he can't win. He can't. Bro. I don't think the country could with could withstand a victory. Yeah, because it's that like. Like, let me put it this way. This is the first time I've been paying attention to presidential politics since 1992, mm-hmm. since Bill Clinton won that first time. And one of the things I always noticed about the president was, oh, no matter who he is, what party he is, and including the presidential candidates, I can't tell if he's a good or a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what yeah. good presidents do. Yeah. They can do some say what you want about Barack Obama. There's a pre- presidential that motherfucker's sh- done some evil shit. Yeah, yeah. That comes to the territory, but you yes. never know it because of the way he carries himself. Yeah. And it's every other president. Yeah, it's presidential. And, and at the end of the day, you aren't you you respect the office. Yes. No matter you respect the office. I don't fuck with them niggas, but I respect you know what? I'm what, not gonna what, to what Trump has done is unless I'm throwing a shoe he, at you. What Trump has done, he's brought it out on both sides. Mm-hmm. People are like, yo, fuck the office. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? Whether you're for Trump or against Trump, that that the thing that connects you now to each other is your lack of respect for the office now, because he's brought a certain lack of respect for it. Yeah. You know, just certain shit that you're like, yo, the, you don't hear about the president doing certain things. Like, and then again, it's about the image. We know it's bullshit, but we still need that. Sometimes we need that bullshit image to keep things afloat. Mm-hmm. America is a lot more fragile than people care to realize or accept. Mm-hmm. The last thing we need is our figurehead, who literally controls the stock market with everything he says yep. and/or tweets. Yep. With that type of power, fucking shit up. Yep. You know. You don't. People don't. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like? Thinking? There's there's not a lot of places. Just one more thing. Like people are lo- beginning to lose a little perspective of how unique America really is. Yeah. We as a whole are a minority in this world, a very major minority, because of the fact that of what we, the type of shit that we practice and preach and put out into the world. Mm-hmm. 
we may not always practice free free speech, but we put that idea out into the world. Yeah. And other people like hold on to that shit. Yeah. You know? And it influ- yeah, it influences. The influence is for real. Yeah. The influence is for real. This country it's cannot like black, withstand it's like, a Trump it's like presidency. Black culture. <laughs> You know? And and just how bad he is at the fucking job. Yeah, he's bad. Like all the shit aside, all the shit aside, fuck the policy, fuck the rhetoric. He's not good at the job. Yeah, he's not good at the job. I've never seen anyone of any type of political office where people leave their leave working for him. So many people saying like, "Yo, it's trash in there. It's garbage. In there. You don't know what the fuck he's doing." You know, like it's just he's not good at the job. He's not good at the job. Fuck everything else. He's not good at being president. What do you think is going to happen, Alec? Who do you think will be? Do you agree with Jeremy, or do you think do you think the MAGA's, MAGA Knights are going to be out? <laughs> going to be out. Um, They're wilding already, Joe. But I think what, it's off a show. But go ahead. From what we've seen, like I, I think I don't think that you know people that voted for Trump. I don't think they're as like there's not as much anger there. I, I don't I don't see as much anger as I do with people that. Are seeming to vote for for Biden, in my mm-hmm. opinion, yeah. and I think that if Trump were to win, I think that it'll be pretty bad. I think those buildings <laughs> that are boarding up windows and shit are doing the right thing. I think that it's like, especially with the protests that we saw, just how Jeremy said, um, with Black Lives Matter and all that type of stuff, and Antifa. Um, yeah. I love. I don't know why I keep saying it. Antifa. <laughs> and them too. Like, I think there's just don't forget the women's march. Yeah, don't forget like, about them. I think it'll be bad. I think it'll just be like another, almost as almost like another excuse to just like burn some shit down. Yeah, and to wild out. What do you think? Who do you think will be the first? Oh, I don't want to say this shit because I don't want to speak into existence. But it's like, who do you think will be the target? No pun intended. <laughs> if niggas start burning shit down, will um, it be target? What do you uh, mean? Will it be the target? Would it, or like, because they're gonna have to. If Trump wins in the left riots, yeah, right. They hit the streets. Um, who do you think would be the target? Jeremy, where do you like, think? Oh, what business? People, yeah, like where well, are, are they going to go to their local city halls? Are they going to go to... Well, I think, I think that's going to be... What do you think will be the movement? I, I, I think, are I we think, dry snitching? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. think people are smart enough to even really pick a target like that. I yeah, think I, it, yeah I, think, I think it all happens uh, naturally. Yeah, I like, think niggas just see a building and then just gonna burn that shit down and yeah. gonna loot. Niggas are gonna. You think they'll hurt. march to DC? March on DC? Uh, they'll be like, a march maybe. on DC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always a march on DC. Niggas love marching on DC. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, though, it's like this is why I can't see him winning because it's there's so many people angry at him who want him to lose. How does he actually win the election? Yeah, how does he actually win? You know, I could see how he could get 40% of the vote, 42, 43, even 45% of the vote. But I can't see you getting 45% of the vote and Biden not getting 51%. I can see you getting 200, maybe 220 electoral college votes if you can crack 200, but not 270. Mm-hmm. I can't count up that many states that will go your way, you know? Like and and another side of it too is like the Senate races, that those polls. Yeah. You know, like there's real anger for these senators, and the, and the and with the with the, with the way that federal election goes, it's like if the president goes down, his party goes down with them. 
So everyone who's like, I'm not voting for Trump. I'm gonna, there's more from my point of view. There's more people say I'm not voting for Trump. I'm voting for Biden. Then there's the other way around. So with that, that means there's more people say I'm not voting for the Republican ticket. I'm voting for the Democratic ticket. Because yeah. yeah, like I'm gonna vote for the Democratic president than the than the Republican senator. That is how it usually goes. Yeah. You know. We yeah. Unless you're from Massachusetts. Oh yeah, I'm with y'all 100. percent I'm with y'all 100. percent I guess the last thing about it is like, do you see who? Where do you, Jay? Where do you think? Who? Where do you think? It, who's getting flipped? What state is getting flipped? Oh man, Florida. Florida's getting flipped. Florida's getting flipped. Florida or Texas. or uh, you think Texas? That's the biggest thing. A lot of people have been like grumbling with polls, all this other shit that like that's indicating like, yo, Texas is about to be a battle. Like a real battle, and if he loses Texas, it's a wrap. If that, he loses Texas, it's a, a it's a, a wrap. referendum on the whole Republican. Party. It's a it's a wrap. It's a complete wrap. Like it's a complete wrap. That means that the Dems are definitely gonna get definitely gonna get California. Mm. Um, the big fish is California, Texas, Florida. You know what I mean? Like if you think they're flipping Florida, if he's gonna flip Florida, if he flips Texas, then it's a complete and utter blowout. Yeah, I think that. I think that Michigan, Indiana, um, Wisconsin, I think they are getting flipped. I'm not 100% on Texas yet, and I would throw North Carolina is getting flipped. I'll say this. Uh, those three states, the Michigan— uh, The only reason why I say that is because those are states that Barack won. I know, I know, yeah. but the MAGA heads are strong out there. They are. They are, and, and of, but they show and of but, those swing states. I think those are the last three I'll be recurring. Re but you think, tech, but you think Florida's getting? Flipped. I think Florida's getting flipped because with Florida, you have you have a lot more out of staters in Florida than you do Texas. The reason why Texas do, is even on the table right now is literally because all these niggas from California are moving in there. Yeah, all those people from California and a few people from Massachusetts. Florida's already already been on that like on that wave. But now with Trump, Trumpito in there, they're like, nah, we gotta get this motherfucker up out of here, you know. And and, and Florida and is technically is Florida technically his state? Because isn't that what now, he? Yeah, because that's where he moved to and pays taxes. Right. And he votes out of Florida now. Yeah, no longer New York. Right. Trump, right? Yeah, Trump. Yeah. Hmm. And Biden's still in Delaware. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that I think I'll say that five: Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana. North Carolina and Arizona. Those are the states I think that are going to get flipped. Yeah, I agree and, with Arizona and, and, and North Carolina. And when those numbers come in, and I feel like those are going to come in early, I think that's when people are going to know it's a wrap. It's done. Because like in all the projections, they all the projections, why did I say it like that? All the projections that they've shown and shit like that, they're like, yo, of course, Biden is leading in all of these states. But it's like, he would, but like, Trump literally, the way things are going, Trump literally cannot just simply win the same states that he won. You know what I mean? Like, um, when he's losing certain other ones, and it's shown that, no, he's about to drop these. So he's going to have to gain. You know? Every poll, every poll shows Biden's winning. Every projection shows Biden. And the Fox News can't even try to flip that. You know? And that's what makes me nervous. Period. That's what makes me nervous. Well, tell me, man, like, all this nervous thing, like, if the, 
that 2016 gave everybody PTSD. Yeah. And I understand yeah. why, but it's just like that's because people weren't. And again, this is why media sucks. The way that they present facts to you, yeah. the the it's always in the nitty gritty details, man. For example, even this this go around listening to um. Michael Moore again, out of Michigan. Him saying, oh, listen, man, y'all motherfuckers still don't get it. Michigan, everybody's talking about Michigan might go um, Biden. No, Michigan's going Trump. It's going Trump because the 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 MAGA heads are for real. And they're, they're, they're high, high, high concentrations in certain areas. I mean, even here in Massachusetts, it's like I'm seeing Trump Pence signs in parts of the South Shore I'm not used to seeing that type of stuff in the South Shore, but I mean, but 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 what I mean by that is like his brand of believers are so are so loyal to a fault that they will they're gonna resonate, and certain states that people think are gonna be up for grabs, and particularly Michigan and Wisconsin, nah, I don't think it's up for grabs in any way, shape, or form. I think the MAGA heads run deep out, deeper out there than people care to realize or accept. But like I said, I could be, I could be, I could be a hundred percent wrong. Yeah, and then I Trump feel like, loses all those damn states. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Doesn't I mean, even crack one seventy. Doesn't even crack one seventy five in the electoral colleges. Yeah, wins maybe you know seventeen, eighteen states. Right, loses thirty two. Yeah, I see. Like and and yeah, I do have seen like since 2016 i did see people start putting up trump signs but the thing is is like we knew that republican pieces of shit we knew that republican type niggas lived in massachusetts of course they did you know of course they did it's just that now with trump they had something to be loud about yeah when yeah. mitt romney you yeah. didn't have that with bush you didn't have that yeah. um like you, McCain, you didn't have that. Any, like, presidential Republican president or presidential candidate over the past 20 years. Um, and for every... But for every one Trump sign we see, you see 10 Black Lives Matter Joe Biden things. So yeah. it's like you're telling me 10% of the population in Massachusetts is going to vote for Trump? Yeah, probably. But that means 90% are voting for voting the other way and it's like and, and I say this and it's like you look at the numbers in 2016 no the two most states the only state that voted against Trump more than Massachusetts was California those are the highest percentages of voting for for um um like I think Trump won like two counties in Massachusetts and they both were in western mass and then in California as big as California is it went overwhelmingly, you know? So it's like, but yeah, are there fucking MAGA-ass people in Cali? Absolutely. And do they have enough people to make a fucking a Trump train or a Trump parade? Absolutely. But Burn some ballot but, boxes? Burn hell some yeah. ballot boxes? Hell yeah. But <laughs> of course, you could, you put a thousand people together, yeah, it's going to look like a big-ass parade. But if there's this is 1000 versus 100,000 that are going to that could show up tomorrow to counter protest you know what i mean it's just like when it's just like when um in mass when they when when there was that big hoopla about the proud boys and shit mm -hmm. like that and they got that 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 approval to have their little rally mm -hmm. in 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 um the common mm -hmm. 
And of course, you can't stop them from having a rally. You can't show that they're a hate group. You can't show that they're a racist group. You can't, you don't have the, you don't have that evidence. But what you can do is you can counter protest. And which they did. And they shut that whole (laughs) shit down. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then when they did the straight pride parade, they just decided to completely ignore it. Completely ignore it. Boylston Street was fucking it was bone dry, yeah. bone dry, you know? So it's like, yeah, man, I, I'm done. I'm off this shit. <laughs> I'm off this shit, dog. Hopefully by the next time we record, and I pray the Lord, my soul, to keep, that we are <laughs> celebrating and we are happy and we're fucking, you know what I mean? And we're not heartbroken. I feel like this is like two weeks before the, you know, like the Super Bowl coming <laughs> and shit. And that anxiety that starts to come is like, oh shit. It's like the Friday before the Super Bowl. Like, yo, before this weekend's over, on Monday morning, then when I step back into this office Monday morning, I'm either going to be ecstatic or I'm going to be fucking miserable. You know? So it's like the next time we sit down on these seats, you know, hopefully things go our way. Um <laughs> You want to finally stick to sports and just get get down to the nitty gritty of how shitty the Patriots are? Yikes. I'm over this shit, man. I'm just gonna say this about the pa- Patriots. Listen, it's COVID season, mm-hmm. no preseason, new quarterback, new system. Players opted out incredibly. Starters, half of these dudes, I don't even know their names. I don't want to see Izzo ever again in my life, our tight end. I don't know why we keep trying to make these white tight ends work. Everyone just wants to, that's the new it thing, the white tight end. Not everyone is Travis Kelsey or Kittle or fucking Gronk for that matter. Gronk or Todd Heap. Is Todd Heap still in the league? That's not old. Even. Not Heap. Um, whatever. Um, and um, lastly, why are we surprised? The Patriots often sucked last year. This isn't about Cam Newton or Tom Brady. If y'all have been paying attention, we have sucked for calendar year. Our offense has sucked for calendar year. Bro, this is exactly why Tom left. Like Tom, let's, let's be real here. What incentives were there for Tom to stay in terms of who he got to work with on the offensive side of the ball? Nikhil Harry? Gronk retired. Gronk said, you come back and go for another team, I'll come back just for you, Tom. And it happened. That in and of itself, Tom knew he couldn't stay here. Because if I got motherfuckers want to come out of retirement to play for me, what else can I get in a place where the coach is just a little bit more chill? And then when you hear the stories of, of what Tom was asking for, Tom was asking for no more money. Or no, he was just saying, yo, Bill needs to chill a little bit. That's what Todd was saying. The stories that are coming out, Todd was just like, yo, they're thinking, yo, I, I think I've earned the right for this motherfucker to fall the fuck back. Because the type of kids that are coming up now that I need to play with in order to win. They are not about to be with no, that shit. No. This is the beginning of the dark ages for Bill Belichick. I Nigga, feel. I am the culture. Straight up. Patriot way. I am the Patriot way. I am the culture setter here. And I like the thing is, is I I fuck with Bill Belichick, greatest coach of all time, but at the same time, bro, I'm we have seen this over and over and over again. Twenty years of this, I just seen DK Metcalf 
go the fuck <laughs> off. DK Metcalf was was picked number 63 in the second round. You know who the Patriots picked before? DK Metcalf, even though he was a stud in college and with the physique of a Greek goddess, nigga. You know who the fuck we so we 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 selected? Nikhil Harry in the first round. And even in the second round, we selected Joe Juan Williams, a cornerback. Before DK Metcalf, all 6'4", 200 and whatever the fuck pounds, 4'2", 4'3", 40, with the... F- I watched a workout video of him, and I how, was so upset with myself. How so many... Motherfuckers, I'm about 10 years old, older than this dude, at least. <laughs> and he can have me if you wanted to. Yeah. He can body me. <laughs> he'll he body you. He'll body me. Yeah, easy. Easy. Easy work. Easy work. Get your hands off me, young man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get your hands out my pocket. Um, <laughs> get off me. Get, get off me. Get him off. <laughs> whether it's whether it's DK Metcalf or whether it's don't get me started on Des Bryant, us passing on Des Welcome Bryant. Back. Don't let like we can we have a history, a criminal history of passing on talent on some when at the end of the day, it's like, why not? Why not pick up that player that we know is incredibly talented but is falling back in a little bit in the draft? Why not pick that player up? Because at the end of the day, all we run around with is undrafted players anyways and late draft picks. Why not well, throw a flyer out on some on, on Des Bryant, who we know is a stud in college and is falling in the draft? Why not pick up Lamar Jackson? Why not pick up – why not – you know what I mean – no. Because you got we, used to what Tom Brady could do for you. We'd much rather, exactly, we'd much rather try and scoop up a player that is in the twi- that is past the twilight of his career and try to revive him rather than try to pick up a stud player that's falling in the draft, that's right in front of us. And who cares? Because I promise you, you don't know who Joe, who Joe Juan Williams is. <laughs> you do not know who he is. But we picked him in front of, instead of DK Metcalf. And we do it every year. I mean, think about how it was for all those years when, like. And I'm talking about wide receivers. I'm talking about wide I'm receivers. I'm talking about all the offensive players in general. Like oh, yeah, off- in, yeah true. Offensive players. Like, who's this guy? Because defensively, James we know how whoever to draft. That Tom Brady just threw another touchdown to. Remember when the whole thing with Tom was how many different guys, and I think yep. like second or third, or, or if he hasn't broken the record, for how many different receivers have caught touchdowns from him? No, that's not a record a lot of QBs even want to have. That show also shows a lot of lack of stability in your offense. Who like we've 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 thrown touchdown passes to fucking who man? What was that nigga? Who man? Anua that that <laughs> tight end that um fullback. We've had we've had um. All types of like, how many like how many the point you can't remember their names because they're no name guys. Exactly, how many he played great... first for a year or two, caught two or three touchdowns. Oh god, man, it's crazy! This shit never ends, bro. This shit never ends with this team. But now um, we have a QB that can't make up for those mistakes. Cam, like him or not, is not a technically sound QB. No, Tom Brady is a technically sound QB. But it's like use them, use them. You obviously you obviously picked up Cam Newton because you didn't want to re you didn't want to rebuild you wanted to reload you wanted to see what this fucking Ferrari could do mm-hmm. you wanted to take it out for a drive well like if you're gonna get to pick up the the old school the Ferrari that got a little bit of miles on it you got to give it an oil change 
You got to at least give it new tires. You got to give them some help. You got to go out there and try to wheel and deal, try to make a move. You should have tried to trade for OG, OBJ before he fucking tore, tore, tore his ACL. That was a stupid ass injury too. Dumbass injury. What the injury. fuck was he doing? I didn't see the play. Because he was trying to fucking stop the play because he fucking terrible ass Baker Mayfield keeps hey. throwing picks. Stop what play? OBJ's too small and too frail to stop a motherfucker that big. And then on top of that, the technique was so poor. You go flying. He don't in, know how to tackle. Your leg all. That's my point. The it's last like, nigga he tackled correctly point. was Josh Norman when he it was fighting. He ran up like he was gonna do something and then just stopped. Now you done for the whole fucking year because you because you're silly. Just silly. That was a silly injury. I mean, silly injury. I mean, it's his job. Lane I mean, flailing, look, you jumping up in the air like. Bro, all right, listen. The uh, form was bad, but the intentions were good. Yeah, the look intentions were good. Look at DK Metcalf tracking down that nigga after Shit. Russell Wilson threw another inning. What I love Russell Wilson, but when <laughs> Russell Wilson throws a pick, bro, it's a pick six. It is a bad one. Yeah. Like Russell Wilson will dime all day long, but when he throws that pick, that shit is going to the house yeah. and it is in that nigga's lap. It is yeah. the worst. It's like college shit, yeah. high school shit. Yeah. Like it's like he didn't even see the motherfucker in front of him. Yeah. But I love Russell Wilson. Shout out to Russell Wilson as yeah. a player. He's a cornball off the field. But and he gave us that ring, so shout and out to shout Russ. Out to him, yes. <laughs> We got to send him a ring. Uh, you got to send him a ring. That's the ultimate disrespect. Yeah, you got to send him a ring. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, I'm done. Like, the Patriots, like, we're 2-5 and five right now, and a lot of people want to point at, like, oh, like I said, it's because of Tom. Nigga, that's not because of Tom. The, the the division was getting better. The It's COVID. It's all these fucking reasons. In, in Josh McDaniels, I am going to fight Josh McDaniels. There you go. I'm going to show yo, <laughs> this dude right here. Third down, third and 10, he is going to run a play that starts off at the 15. 15 yards behind. We're going to run a screen play. We're going to throw it back five yards, and then we're going to get you the 15, get, try and get you 20 yards. And you get stopped at fucking two yards ahead, and we lose yardage. <laughs> That's Josh McDaniels' offense right now. Uh, yeah. Um, yo, listen. Should have kept tone. I don't even care. Should have chilled a little bit, Bill. Should've, uh, yeah. Should have toned it down a little I, bit. I wish I cared. I wish I cared. Um, but I don't. Um, like I don't care about the NFL season. I really don't. I really don't even think that shit is gonna get finished. I think we're gonna get another shutdown. So, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> I'm done. Um, but you, we want to get into parting shots. Just our, huh? Yeah, my my only parting shot is vote, motherfuckers, vote, because your life literally fucking depends on it. And to be very specific, vote Donald Trump out of office. Yes. Vote Donald Trump out of office. I'll take my child. I'll, I'd rather take my chances with Sleepy Joe and Cop Mala. See, Sleepy Joe. See, Sleepy that's Joe. funny. That's funny. That's it's why like, I want Trump he, to lose. Let's be real here. Yeah. The real reason I want Trump to lose is so I can laugh at all the great jokes. <laughs> I just don't think it's appropriate for me to laugh at the that the amazing comedy content he produces because he's such a scary leader right now. Yeah, exactly. I need him to lose so I can wear the red hat. And, and and be proud to do it. Yeah. And, be, and be like, yeah, it's cool. I can wear this red hat that says make America great again. <laughs> and people can chill. I want to rock the swag, god I damn it. No, I can't do it because even if he loses, for you, 
another four years might be him might be him brewing to run again in twenty twenty four. But he you can't. Know what I mean? You can't do that. Yeah, he can. What do you mean? You can't. Yes, you can. You can lose. You can win the presidency, lose, and run again. Absolutely, you can. Get out of here. Yes. I thought once you lose that second time, you get no. done. No. Oh shit. No. What? I'll still rock the hat then because he'll definitely he'll, he'll, he might run again, but he'll lose. Yeah, absolutely lose. can. Um, he'll lose. Hey, you um, learn something new every day. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's why we have these conversations. Um, yeah, my parting shot is. Um. Um, my parting shot is um, vote. I mean, you, most people already voted. Yo, let's just try and stay sane during all this shit and fuck the sneakers app. Fuck Nike. <laughs> fuck the sneakers app. And that's my. And now we're finally. That's that's, that's my parting shot. Fuck it. It's a rigged system. <laughs> it's unfair. It, it fucks with the culture. All the people that really want to want this for want sneakers and shit like that. Even general release shit that should be an easy cop is always some fucking wild shit going on. Fuck the sneakers app. Defund the sneakers app. Abolish the sneakers. App. That's it. I'm done. Wow, abolish is a strong word, Jenny. Yes, abolish That's it. This business right there, my friend. This I don't give America. a fuck. Nike, Nike <laughs> got the dough. They got the dough. They got the money to fucking film Drake videos. They got the money to <laughs> fuck that. They'll be straight. Defund the sneakers app. Straight up. Um, but that's episode whatever the fuck. Go vote. Hopefully we win this shit. Peace. Peace. <laughs>